And thanks for joining us here for another episode of the Diversions Podcast. Along here with your host, Keddy, and... It's B. And we got a couple new topics here for you guys this week. Starting with a new segment here, which I like to call New Show November, where I have recommendations for you guys to watch for the month of November. Um, a couple of new shows that I've d- dove into. Uh, one of them is actually the blockbuster show that's on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I haven't yet. The cast looks great, though. The cast is really great. Um, I think they play it really safe in the first season. A lot of cliche storylines. Um, nothing new. I mean, safe how? It doesn't exactly look like it's supposed to rock the boat. I don't know. I just feel like for a show called Blockbuster, the whole Blockbuster gimmick is very much on the background and not not the I guess it's not the point of the show. I guess because it, it takes place during modern times and not during the 90s. And I feel like if this play, took place during the 90s. Oh, it's like there's still a Blockbuster yeah, there's, open? Yeah, they're supposed they're the last Blockbuster open ever. Isn't there one in like Portland or something? This is what this is what this uh series is based off of that concept. It, where is it set there? No, it's set in Michigan. I don't know where the last blockbuster is located. Now. I'm pretty sure there's one in like somewhere up in the Pacific Northwest. It probably is. There was one in like Alaska up until like two years ago. Yeah. So there's one. There's actually one left, but now it got turned into an Airbnb. And yeah. What? Yeah. It's, it it got transformed into an Airbnb, and they have like the whole blockbuster thing, and they have all the decorations, everything inside. So it looks really nice. That's actually kind of a cool idea for a B and B. Yeah. But like I said, um, the show takes place during modern times, like 2022 or whatever. Uh, that would be modern, yes. Yeah, but I think I think for me personally, maybe it would have been better if it was during the height of Blockbuster. Yeah, that's an entirely different kind of show, though. Yeah, must be me. It's because I just want to see the Pokemon Snap Machine. Yeah, they did have video game testers out there, they didn't they? They did, but no, I'm talking about the the camera machine where you had to go into Blockbuster and you had a little like Pokemon card thing where you you can like print out your photos from the video game. They had that? Yeah, they did. They had the whole machine there, and that was the whole point of Blockbuster. That was, like, their big gimmick. I'm pretty sure there was a few more things to Blockbuster than the Pokemon Snap machine, but I get what you're saying. I mean, come on. For me, for a child, that for me, that was the gimmick. That was the whole point for you. Yes. Blockbuster was made for you. Yes. Yeah, that sounds about right. Very much. But overall, decent show. I feel like if they can expand on the cast, because they have such a great cast, if they can expand on that in the second season, I think they have a really good hit on their hands, but mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Right, I'll check it out. Other than that, you know, it's not too bad. I like the show overall. Okay. Good story, but just... It's it's something I've seen before, basically, I guess I could say. I mean, it looks like any other, like, The Office or Superstore, just like... Yeah, it's, it's I guess I'd, I would say it's a combination of Superstore and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Well, Melissa Famero is in it, so yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, uh, the other show that I've watched, well, which I recommend people to watch during daylight, is uh, Cube of Curiosity. Unless you want to end up like me and have a... Your own Halloween special at night. Yeah, we don't need to have those serial killer <laughs> dreams again. So maybe stick away from the horror for a little bit, folks. Re, uh, recalibrate before you get back into no, but it. Th- but this is such a great show. Um, it's from Guillermo del Toro. Classic. Uh, good show. Love. Good show. I recommend everyone to watch it. It is also on Netflix. So I feel like Netflix probably heard us talking shit. So they're just like, we got to pump out the Yeah, game. well, here's some shit for you, folks. <laughs> and I think the last show to recommend for people is actually called uh, This Fool. It's on Hulu. It's about a ex-convict who is entering society again, and he's getting help from his cousin into being rehabilitated. It's uh, it's actually a very hilarious show, especially for someone with a Latino culture background. Um, they'll definitely enjoy it. I liked it. I think it ended too fast for me, but I think it's just because it just shows how good of a show it was that I wanted so much more afterwards. Yeah, Hulu's good at TV. 
Yeah, especially like they're, they're. I feel like they're more known for putting out really strong first seasons to like get you hooked. Yeah, and <clears throat> all I know is that it has the nephew from Sopranos. He plays Christopher Moltisanti, and I'll, I saw it, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this dude's doing TV again!" And I just loved it. Congrats to him. I, I don't even know. Never watched Sopranos. Oh my god, you're missing out. I wasn't a big mob guy. Who's not? Who doesn't like a good mob story? I mean, I love Goodfellas as much as the next guy, but I like watch it to make fun of it. I don't know. Like the scene where like Ray Liotta's wife is like throwing all the coke down the toilet and he's like screaming at her afterwards like, why the hell would you do that? Like pure comedy to me. I don't know. But I think it was during the pandemic that I started watching Sopranos because like we need something to watch. So that's how that started. You watched a lot during the pandemic. Yeah, I really did. What else could you do? I don't know. I played a lot of Smash Bros. I don't know, but yeah, that gets, you know, that's all I have here for our new segment here, new show November, unless you have any other new shows to add. No, I came unprepared. He dropped this topic on me five minutes before we started recording, so I was not prepared for it. I really did, but you never know. I mean, come on. I mean, my usual recommendations, watch One Piece, watch Yu Yu Hakusho. All right, all right. Um, I guess moving on to our next topic here for today is, and you just recently watched the first episode, is Clone High Season 2 will be premiering in 2023. The original series aired on MTV, and it was one of Chris Miller and Phil Lord's first major show. What did you think of it so far? Uh, I thought it was great. Uh, looking at the animation style, it felt like um, like very like Gendy Tartakovsky or even like a Butch Hartman, like uh, old Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network kind of a vibe. Yeah, I see that. And then the first five minutes, Gandhi <laughs> is staring at Joan of Arc's tits and commenting on how big her boobs got over the summer. And I was like, I don't know what I'm in for, but this show is going to be great. Yeah, it's such a great show. But yeah, it's a bunch of clones of like historical figures uh, growing up in a high school for reasons yet to be determined to me. So yeah, apparently like the government wants to use them for their own military reasons, like weaponize them. I don't know how are you going to weaponize. Yeah, I don't get it, but I, you don't need to get it. Like it's no. it was MTV animation, so I feel like their animation era was so interesting because they had things from like it was very neat. Yeah, they had, like, Ren and Stimpy and, like, Beavis and Butthead and this show, obviously. Like, they also had some cool stuff like Eon Flux back in the day. So, like, they had good animation stuff. And this is just one of those things that I had never heard of. But, yeah, I thought it was funny because I was trying to look into it a bit so I could talk about it better. Because I feel like I always come into these episodes going, like, I've never heard of that. Tell me more, Kitty. <laughs> Which I guess is kind of half the point of this podcast is you educating us, plebes. But, um, yeah, when I tried to look it up, uh, I tried to look up Chris Miller and Phil Lord separately, and apparently the internet says no because they were a package deal because everything they do is together. Yes. Uh, because, yeah. They are a BOGO deal. Yeah, no, if you ever look at their uh, their page, it's just everything they've done together, which, holy shit, is a lot of things. Yeah. Um, Cloudy of the Chance Meatballs, 21 Jump Street, the Lego movie, uh, the Lego Batman movie, obviously. Solo Star Wars Story, that one I did know. Um, Mitchell's vs. the Machines, which I think is one of the best animated food movies in like the last 10 years. Uh, they produced that, but I think it was directed by somebody else who worked on Gravity yeah, Falls. Yeah, they, they produced it. There's Wikipedia has this awesome chart about what they produced, directed, and wrote. But yeah, just the fact that they're involved in all of these things is absolutely astonishing to me. They got a golden touch. Yeah, no, they're really good uh, at whatever they do. Yeah, because I know a lot of people mistaken that they directed the Into the Spider-Verse movie, but they did. They also produced that as well. Boom, 17 episodes of How I Met Your Mother, which I'm currently re-watching right now, so awesome. Boo. 
Food. What do you mean, boo? The show's great. The show ended so horrible. Yeah, ending bad. Rest of the show good. Uh, but also the other producer of Clone High, uh, Bill Lawrence, who right. is uh, one of the creators of Scrubs, is the creator of Scrubs. Never seen Scrubs. Oh, you're missing out. It's a good show. Although I rewatched it recently, uh, and you kind of forget how shitty the main character is. <laughs> but yeah, dude, Bill Lawrence has everything from uh, Boy Meets World and The Nanny to Scrubs, Clone High, and Cougar Town, which if you're a community fan you know the love we have for cougar i do like cougar town dude co-creator and executive producer producer of rush hour (laughs) of rush hour the tv series not the which i didn't realize they made oh boom ted lasso suck it you have to love him now i didn't say i didn't there you go but um yeah no the show is hilarious uh clone high uh i watched one episode it's really interesting Definitely going to check out more of it, but the fact that they're bringing him back after a decade, yeah, it's between insane. season one and two, yeah, like how did they pull that one off? Which just goes to show that there's very few and far between original <laughs> ideas left anymore. Well, I mean, the, the show got canceled abruptly, so they never got the proper finish. So I'm really glad that they're bringing it back. Um, I can't remember what happened because it one, it's very hard to find. Well, maybe now it's not, but I haven't. Before streaming services, it was very hard just to find like, yeah, the a place only, to watch it. The only places I could find it were you had to buy it on like Amazon or uh, watch it on. Oh, you know what? I think Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus yeah. has it. I would. I would. Be, I wouldn't be surprised if they have it because I know MTV is a Viacom Paramount network. That makes sense. So, but yeah, so the only places you could find it were Paramount Plus and MTV streaming service. Right, and but the second season is actually going to be on HBO Max. Okay. That's more accessible for me. I like that. But yeah, no, the show's weird. It's funny. I dig it. Yeah, I I want to say, given the teases that on Phil Lord and Chris Miller's Twitter account, is that they got frozen somehow. Because like, they've been putting like images of them getting like defrosted as they get closer oh, to the release Oh, that's funny. Date. That makes sense. So yeah. But I definitely got to rewatch it myself again because it's been such a long time. It's a good one. Yeah, I hadn't heard about it before, but watching it, like I was looking through the cast list and uh, I think it was Will Forte. Yeah, he does the voice of Abe Lincoln. Which is just a sentence I never expected to say <laughs> in my life. But, uh, yeah, Will Forte and then a bunch of... Um, What's Nicole, her name? Nicole Sullivan and Michael McDonald, two Mad TV alums yeah. who are also on Scrubs. Uh, Bill Lawrence's wife, Krista Miller, who was on Scrubs. Uh, and then Donald Faison and Zach Braff, Scrub, Scrubs, uh, Scrubs, Scrubs. <laughs> did voices on there. So this whole show is just like... Oh, second coming of Scrubs redo. Yeah, it's like the whole thing is like a second coming of like Mad TV and Scrubs, which is really cool. I like yeah. to see all those actors working again. I want to see, I think it's, it's in Nicole Sullivan who does the voice of the mother in the TV show or the cartoon show, I should say, uh, Secret Saturdays. I don't know if you ever heard of that. I uh, have not yet again, educating me some more. Uh, I do not know off the top of my head. Let me, let me do a quick look up. If anyone who wants to know about the show Secret Saturdays, Secret Saturdays was a show about cryptids or this family called the Saturdays who will like. Not hunt down, but they would go and explore and like study all these different cryptid, like throughout uh, a lot of different lore. And basically, you know, the Chupacabra. Um, yep, Secret yeah. Saturdays. Yeah. She was Drew Saturday. Yeah. Like Chupacabra, Sasquatch, the Yeti. Um, trying to think of some other cryptids. Uh, what was I, that on? It was on Cartoon Network, actually. They even did a crossover with Ben 10, I believe. Oh, cool. So, but unfortunately, you know, like it was during the time where Cartoon Network was trying to do like live action stuff. So like it just got like 
kind of swept under the rug here there, which really sucked. Cause it was, I, th- I thought it was a great concept. Interesting. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll prepare for that subject for another day. Yeah, we'll check those out. He says. Oh, we definitely will. I'll bring this back. All right, fair enough. But, you know, Clone High coming out in 2023 uh, on HBO Max. Uh, first season is going to be available on, on Paramount+. Plus. Definitely check it out. Uh, there's also a video on YouTube, uh, actually, by Pan Pizza. If you guys want to check that out and get a quick recap on it, you're really good. Or just watch. There's not that many episodes. I mean, yeah, there's not that many episodes. But if you, I, I, for me, I always like to watch a show, and then I like to get like really in-depth analysis on everything. Oh, does it do like a deep dive on? Yeah, he does like a deep dive. On, I, don't, like, I, don't, I can't imagine that show being that deep. Well, it, I, it's, it's not about like the lore of the show. It's more like the production and like oh, okay, like stuff okay, that's like, interesting. Like behind the scenes kind of stuff like that. And that's I, what I like to enjoy. I check it out. That's why I like physical media and always do like director commentary and like how it was made and stuff like that, basically. So yeah, but you know, like you know, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, they're a package deal. Everything they touch turns to gold. So. Yeah, these guys are firing on all cylinders right now. Yeah, their next production coming out is obviously Into the Spider-Verse, which, they again, they did not direct. They produced. Still, to have your name attached yeah. to so many successful properties is insane. Yeah, definitely. And speaking of successful properties, looks like we finally, after such decades of longing for it, we finally have a great Sonic game. Is it great? It is great. Is it great? It's fucking great. Okay, I, pl- I've, 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 I played about an hour of it. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I played a demo of it, and it just it doesn't feel like a Sonic game to me. Oh, it, dude. it is fun, and I really like it. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't feel like a Sonic game to me. I don't know. I really, I really enjoyed it. I, I have the full game, and like it, it's so much fun. Yeah, I probably haven't gotten like too deep into it or anything like that, so I can't really say for sure. But from what I've played, like the first hour is just kind of like I don't know how the Sonic demo game. is. I've never played the demo actually, so I just bought the game. I got. I mean, it's just it. the first level. Oh, dude, yeah, you got or n- not the first level, but just like I mean. Oh no, you got you got to get the if, if it's what I'm thinking about, then yeah, you definitely got to get the game. Um, I just fought the first boss, and holy shit, that was the boss battle. Like in in. Previous Sonic's game, you know, he could just spam the attack button. Yeah, exactly. He's invincible for half of his moves anyways. Yeah. Uh, no, this requires some actual strategy. <laughs> so, yeah? Yeah, like... Exactly. Not like a Sonic game. Yeah, it's not like a Sonic game, but I feel like it's... I don't know. It's just, it's just very refreshing, and I love it. And, like, there's a skill tree... Um, evol- uh, yeah, engage. I saw that a little bit, which and, is cool. Yeah, it's really cool, and, like, you really have to consider, like, what you're going to upgrade on this skill tree. Uh, depending on the bosses and the areas you're going to fight, you'd be like, Do I, am I going to need more speed? Am I going to need more, like, attack? Or am I going to need to increase my, like, uh, ring capacity or gauge, whatever it is. So it's really good. It's, it's a fucking fantastic game. I'm really excited for it. Okay. I can't wait to keep going more into it. Uh, but, yeah, you know, like, it, a lot of reviewers are giving a, a great scores. A lot of people, who, <clears throat> excuse me, um, who said that they didn't think it was going to be good, they're taking back their comments and saying, like, this is such a great game. Like, it's it's very fun. I think it's a bold new direction for the Sonic team to go. And I think it's very much a well-deserved W. I think it's everything the they've, team. like, tried to do with, like, Sonic Unleashed and, like, any of the other weird, like, not Sonic-y Sonic games. But they actually had the time to do it well. And they did it yeah, well. It's so good. I love it. It's cool. Check it out. Definitely check it out. I mean, Sonic... I was about to say Sonic Forces, but you know, not Sonic Forces. There, there's one thing I will say, and I do not like the voice of Sonic in this one. Really? It's like deeper and like more human. <clears throat> it doesn't feel like it's, Sonic. It's the same voice as been from previous. It's Roger Craig Smith. Is it really? Yeah. I feel like his voice is doing something different in this game. I don't know. Maybe it's because you're so used to uh, 
Ben Schwartz's? It's probably that because that's the last like iteration I've seen for the last few years because I haven't played a Sonic game in forever because they haven't been good. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's also the first time in history that we're going to have three different like people voicing Sonic. We have Roger Craig Smith for the video games, Ben Schwartz for the movie, and forgive me, I'm trying to remember who's doing the one for Sonic Prime. Let me look that up real quick. But there's so it's somebody new. This just feels so weird to me that they need all three different ones. I mean, I guess it worked. I mean, I guess there's different going rates for these jobs too, but still. I'm just looking up the show right now, who it is that's gonna be doing it. I mean, back in the day it was Jaleel White. Yes it was. Did I do that? Sonic Prime. Who's doing the voice for Sonic Prime? We're just, we're just... We're just winging it right here, people. You're watching me struggle live. Well, not watching me struggle live. You're hearing me struggle live. I'm watching him struggle live, guys. It's a struggle. Let me, let me be honest with you. His name is D. Mag Jr. That's the voice of Sonic. What is it? D. Mag Jr. This is like one of his first big roles, I guess you could say. It's Devin... funny because when you look it up on uh, IMDb, he's not even like the first five names that comes up. Yeah, it's, it's really it's crazy. It's like his first big role. Devin Christian Mack. Yeah. Hey, he's a black guy. Cool. Yeah. We got Black Sonic. Let's go. Well, okay. I guess Julie White too. Yeah. Let's go, Sonic. So I'm very excited for it. I mean, Sonic definitely earned this W. Like, it's, it's got to be the age of Sonic now because, like, for so long, I feel like we've been waiting for a great Sonic game. And maybe now they'll have the confidence to finally pull off Sonic Adventure 3. Do we ever think that's actually going to happen? Though? I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but I will pray for it every every time. Um, also, if you sign up for the newsletter, actually, you can actually get the uh, soapbox shoes from Sonic Adventure 2 as a free DLC bonus. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, yeah. I think there's... For anyone who actually hasn't got the game yet, uh, go to their Twitter page or any like social media page that they have. They have instructions in there because I think there's a bug going out. Um, something for the DLC that if you if you have a DLC purchase it, but if you start playing the game to a certain point, then the, your DLC is voided for some reason. So what? make sure, yeah, make sure you check that out before you start playing the game. That's pretty funny. So yeah, um, so very happy for Sonic. I think it's a well deserved dub. I love me some Sonic. Who doesn't love Sonic? I mean, Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog two was probably one of the best follow ups to a video game franchise ever. <clears throat> Movie. Just because that sexy Knuckles voice. I mean, fucking Knuckles, and then you have him going supersonic, and like the whole time, I'm just like, I was like, I know that's gonna happen, and then Tali's just like, Tali's just like, how, how do you know that's gonna happen? I was like, I was like, it's just, it's, it's the law of the game. It's the law of the game. It's just like he's gonna get beat up, and it's just like, and then he's like, what's gonna happen? It's like the emeralds are just gonna swirl around him, and he's gonna absorb the energy, and he's gonna go supersonic, and voila, that's exactly what happened. Viola, he did it. Such a great, such great. I mean, I don't know. Where did you play the demo on? Were you playing it on PC or were you playing it on Switch? Switch. Or? It's atrocious on Switch, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not the best on Switch. But I, don't think it, I don't think it's on PC. It's only PlayStation and Switch. I thought it was going to be on PC, but I guess... I mean, for me, I, I feel personally weird playing Sonic on PlayStation, but I am definitely going to play it on the Switch. If I had a PS5, maybe I would buy it on the PS5, but I don't have a PS5. There, there was a few Sonic games for Xbox that I remember playing back when I had a 360. In high school. I mean, you had Sonic 06 when he kissed a human girl. Yeah. Sonic fans will always bring up Sonic 06, no matter what. I mean, it's 
it's just special how bad that game is. <laughs> it's it's a new low in like video game making. But yeah, I mean, I feel weird playing it anything other than Nintendo because I feel like Nintendo is the spiritual successor to Sega. So when Sega went away, yeah, which is kind of sad. It's very much the Netflix blockbuster situation. It really they is. put them out of business and then just took over all of their property. <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely gonna pick it up in the Switch. It might not be the best version. Obviously, I think the PlayStation Five is probably the best way to play it on but yeah but how many people got ps5s right now i don't know even maybe soon i will once uh spider-man 2 comes out i'll probably pick it up i think they're putting out a ps5 slim too we'll see what happens yeah. I'm, i mean i'm waiting for a special edition kingdom hearts ps5 so hmm. you know i know what's gonna happen because i know as soon as i got my ps4 they came out with a special edition for kingdom hearts and i was like motherfuckers damn yeah i got, I got no rush to get anything from playstation Yeah, but I guess also to continue with our video game trend here is Gears of War animated series is coming to Netflix, and they're also producing a live-action movie as well. I think that'd be awesome. I never really played much Gears. I tried to play the first one. It just wasn't entirely for me. Not I my never st- played Gears. Not my style of game. I feel like back in the day, like during like Xbox's height, you were either like a Gears guy or like a Halo guy. But they, they were they were in the same system. It, exactly. Like you, you, you were like one or the other. That's I feel like it's like the Stones and the Beatles, you know? You kind of choose one, even though they're both great. So I, I was more of a Halo guy. I really liked Halo. Um, not that I was good at it but or anything like that. Uh, I had a buddy, though, who was fucking obsessed with Gears of War. And he would, like, go on about the lore and everything like that. So to see that they're going to make a series about it, I, I'm excited to watch it. I'm actually kind of surprised that it took this long. Yeah, right? I feel like they have a lot of good quality in there. I feel like they kind of dropped off in popularity, though, after a little while. Maybe. I mean, I know for the longest time that they were planning to make a Gears of War movie, and they were, I guess, uh, Bautista was attached to be starring in it. Oh, that would be perfect. Because I, like, I feel like he does look like one of the characters. Oh, for sure. I mean, I they mean, all look like the roided out, like, hulking masses of I mean, you, know what, you can get Bautista, The Rock. Um, it's just going to become a new Fast and Furious. <laughs> Terry Crews and... Uh, Vin Diesel, throw anyone at him. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's what the cast is probably going to look like. I mean, it'd be really nice if they can get it right, because I know the Halo show kind of fell flat. Yeah, I didn't really live up to the expectations. I stopped watching after episode two, so. But wait, Kev, it gets better after episode three. I hate that argument. That's what some people tell me, but it's Honestly, it's, all right, when it's true, it's true, but I don't believe it most of the time. We'll see, we'll see. I mean, I'm again. I don't really know too much. I'm just bringing it up because I feel like that's exciting news to see more video game adaptions for like uh, live action media or animated series media. I mean, everything I've heard from the story is awesome. So yeah, I'd like to see it animated because oh. I don't feel like going back and playing those games. So just show me the story in cartoons. I don't feel like buying another X another Xbox. I don't feel like buying an Xbox just to play the game. So definitely would like to see it happen. I think I still got a 360 laying around somewhere. I could blow off some know. dust. I also really hope it does do well because I want that to eventually to lead to Nintendo maybe making an animated series for Metroid. That would be an awesome series. Yeah. Because there's a lot of lore in there too. There's definitely a lot of lore. I remember maybe back in the day, I remember they were trying to, there was, they were working on a movie coming out and I think it was because Brie Larson was attached to be Samus. Yeah, that sounds perfect. I've, I've heard that rumor kicked around before though. I don't know how serious they ever got about it though. Me either. I don't know how, how far they got along, but I mean, I guess maybe it's a good thing because now Nintendo is like being pretty serious with their properties. And if I feel like if the Mario movie does successful, 
Which, I mean, financially, maybe it does, but who knows? Mushroom Kingdom, here we go. <laughs> need to work on that. Pratt. But I feel like if it does do well, that would like spark their interest in branching out into other franchises. Yeah, but I'm just worried they're going to stay too close to like the Illumination like kids movie side of things and not try to explore any of their like darker material. I mean, it's... I don't know. I feel like they probably could because they, they definitely have a wide... I mean, Metroid is definitely like... A, I mean, hell, they used to have the Kirby series, which was awesome. The animated series? Yeah. Well, yeah, that was back in the day. Yeah, that show was great. Not a bad show, but I feel like, you know, Metroid, that'd be a good one. I mean, a Star Fox animated series or even oh, a Oh, Star Fox would go hard as fuck. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that'd be fucking great. Get Idris Elba to voice Wolf. <laughs> that'd actually be really good, actually. Yeah, right? See? I know what I'm talking about on occasion. Once in a while, he gets he gets one hit, folks. That's <laughs> all I need. But yeah, I mean, like... I don't know. I wish I could talk more about Gears, but like again, I really didn't play much. Um, I've seen figures of it, and I haven't bought any of them just because like I don't, I don't really understand the lore too much. But I know, I know a lot of people are big fans of it. So it's re- it's it's really cool from what I've heard. I'm also not super deep into the world or anything like that. But from what I have heard, it's it's do, a dope story. Do you know the premise of it? Is it like humans versus aliens, or they're like is it like a yeah, doom situation? I'm pretty sure it's like humans versus aliens, but then like the characters are all like. It's like uh, Halo ODST, where it's just the humans fighting. It's like that, but like everyone's kind of like a souped-up, swole-ass marine. They got like chainsaw shotguns and shit like that. Got it's it, pretty wild. It. But the actual lore is very like human-centric. Like there's a lot of human stories going on. There's like father-son dynamics and like friends and betrayals and shit like that. Oh fuck! Yeah, so it's really good because I'm pretty sure in one of the games, one of the characters dies, like the main character dies, and then in the sequel, like his son is the one like carrying the mantle after that. So there's a lot of stuff in there. I could be talking on my ass, by the way. I It's been a while since I've heard any of this, but I recall it being really good, and I'm excited to check it out. And that's all I really need to know about it. All right, we'll see what happens when it comes out. Gears of War coming to Netflix. I don't know when, but it's coming. It's coming. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> You're really excited to try that, aren't you? <laughs> I, I don't know what to expect out of this. All right, so we're not uh, we're not drinking any alcohol for the next month or whatever. It's no drink November. So Keddy decided to get us uh, what could be the best thing I've ever had or the worst thing I've ever had. Does anyone remember Warheads candy? The super oh, sour candies. Yeah. There was that challenge where like you just put it in your mouth for like thirty seconds, and we would try to yeah, we would we would do like contests to see who could hold it in their mouth longer. You were brave if you put it under your tongue. Oh, I would put one in my tongue and in my cheek because I was hardcore. But uh, we got fucking Warhead Sour Watermelon Soda here today. So we're going to see how shitty this is. Yeah. I, I, one, I can't believe I found this. I just walked in 7-Eleven one day. Or yesterday, actually. And I saw this. And the option of flavors was like green apple, raspberry. Um, I forgot the other one. But then I saw watermelon. And I was just like, you know what? You can't go wrong with watermelon. You can't go wrong with watermelon. That's fair. All right. Let's see how this right goes. Here, let's go. Not even sour. Not that, no, not that sour. That's not sour at all? What the hell, man? I was kind of expecting this to, like, blow my top. I don't know. Maybe they can't. Maybe the aftertaste is a little sour, I feel it, but... Maybe we're so desensitized to war that the warheads <laughs> no longer work. <laughs> I haven't seen... I actually haven't seen warheads as candy in a long time. I I don't really look at candy, so I don't know. Really I'm nice. sweet enough already, bitch. Okay, warhead sour soda. Eh. Don't it's get right. it. It's it's like a good soda. It's like very sweet, but yeah, it's probably it. Disappointed. 
Maybe we, maybe I needed to go with the green apple. Maybe that would have been the sour one. Honestly, yeah, I was thinking that because I was like, you picked the least sour fruit of the sour pro- uh, products you could have gotten. But it, it was my favorite flavor of the Warheads. But it was my favorite. That's fair. It's kind of addicting, though. It's super sugary. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's not bad. I mean, it's addicting. It's not a bad thing. I'm going to be spitting like a camel after this. I feel like it'd be a good mixer. Uh, insert a spittoon sound effect here. Ding. He's not going to do it, folks. I might. I might. I made your porky pig last episode. So. You did, you son of a bitch. I was listening to it. You were like, you're going to laugh when you get to this part. And I was like, what is he talking about? And then he has to make fun of my goddamn stammer. Yeah. Go watch. Uh, listen to. Go watch. Go listen to episode seven. <laughs> go go watch somebody else listen to it. Yeah. Eventually, we will have video. Looking at Black Friday deals. Then I got to start trying. Right now, I'm wearing sweatpants, and I don't want to have to dress. No, I still won't. I still won't. I'm going to dress the same. Fuck it. Let the real me be exposed. <laughs> You know, not, not bad overall. You know, I know you said you did want to do soda, so I don't know what you want to do next week. I have no idea. I'll find something. All right. So I'm pretty happy with this. Fine, it's not bad. You also like things really sugary. I do. You drink a lot of soda, a lot more than me. Yeah, that's my that's my vice. That's fair enough. That's better than mine. But you know, not bad overall. I think I don't know. What is zero percent juice? I've, I don't think I've ever seen that on the label. Zero percent juice. I mean, I didn't think there was gonna be a whole lot of anything good in here. It is a lot of sugar too, but mm. fuck it. My fa- flavor pack sour soda will blow your mind and taste buds away. I don't know about that. No, Wally. That's Incorrect. a lot of holy shit. That is a lot of fucking sugar. Seventy percent sugar. That's seven. Holy That's shit. Thirty-five grams. Yeah. Diabetics, stay the fuck away. Yeah. Ugh. Anyways, moving on. Our next topic here is Nintendo DS turns 18 years old this year. They're finally Levo. <laughs> Why you got me like that? <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. Did you ever have a DS? I did have a DS, and then I lost it almost immediately, and I never got it back. Which version of the Do you have like the OG, the brick? Uh, yes. No. I don't know. I got it from a disc replay back when that was still open in... Uh, uh, Village Crossing, hmm. specifically to play, I think it was Pokemon Diamond, because I had found a copy of Pokemon Diamond just <laughs> laying around somewhere. I don't even remember where I found it. And I was like, oh, awesome. Let me get a DS so I can play this. And then also there was like one other game, maybe one of the Kingdom Hearts games. Maybe not. No, that was PSP. I also lost my PSP. <laughs> No, I mean, but later on, I think, yeah, there was a Kingdom Hearts game in 2010. It was like 350 Yeah, 365 days. over two days yeah. or whatever it was. Or, yeah, something like that. Yeah, the one with uh, Roxas and Shion yeah. and everything like that. But yeah, I, I definitely hit it. <clears throat> My brother and I got a DS. Um, I don't know if he got it from a friend or if he got it for like his birthday or something, but we had the OG DS, like the first version, like the big brick. And it, had, like, and it had like the at the bottom for like the Game Boy and Game yes. Boy Advance games. I use it more for probably Game Boy Advance games than yeah, anything That's else. also what I probably used it for. Um, I think our first game that we had was actually a WarioWare. That game's awesome. Yeah, it was such a fun game. I really I spent a lot more time playing that game, I think, than anything else. I think after that we got the uh, Mario 64 version, but for the DS where you have like Yoshi, Wario, Luigi, and Mario. Yeah. And they had a lot of good ports. Pretty sure they had Ocarina of Time on there. Ocarina of Time has been ported to every fucking Nintendo system. Yeah, they did. 
they had that, and then they also had Majora's Mask. Nice. Um, I'm trying to think what other games we did have. I didn't. I think that was the first time I didn't purchase a Pokemon game on my own. My brother bought a Pearl version for himself, but then we bought like a Lady what's it called? Rich? What was it called? An R four, and I finally played Diamond version, and I also played Platinum version on it, where you could just like download a bunch of different games onto this R four thing. I don't know what you're talking about, but I like it. Oh, yeah, but it's wild. I mean, I think the DS was like a big like jump for Nintendo, and it was a very successful jump for them because we got after that we got like so many different versions of the DS. Yeah, that's when they started like putting out way too many like variations of yeah, the same it, product. Yeah, it changed because I think after the DS. Um, there was a DS Lite, which is like a smaller version. Yeah. And then they came out with the DSi, which had a camera on it. And I remember I had a light blue one, and I bought the light blue one because I wanted to play uh, Soul Silver, which is still the best. Pokemon so it had games. to be light blue. Yeah, it had to be light. I mean, I think that those the only colors available were like light blue, a pink, and a gray or black one. And I don't know. I think it was just a point in my life, which is like I have a lot of stuff that's black, so I was just like, let me. <laughs> Let me add some color. Let me add some color to my life. (laughs) Probably a wise decision. You're wearing all black right now. Look at that. Really know. So, I mean, I think think it was a very successful, I guess, like, handheld console. I was trying to think of the name, what the fuck it was for. (laughs) What damn little ones you take with you? But, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't think my brother and I ever had, like, our own individual DS or 3DS. I think we always just shared one. That sounds, like, right for your family. Which caused a lot of problems, though. Yeah, I can imagine. That was a good thing about being the youngest and nobody else in the house played video games. Because I got all of them. Yeah, it was wild. And I remember we... Tr- I don't know. My brother and I got into an argument because we traded in my DSi for a 3DS. Oh. Yeah. And then he was... I told the 3D him, on that was shit. Yeah. You know, I think that's what I had, a 3DS. I don't know, but I remember I would tell him I was like I was like I was like I think I told him I was like this is split seventy thirty. He's like no 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 it's fifty fifty. And I was like how is it fifty fifty if I'm giving up my handheld console? <laughs> Always trying to find a way to make something out of nothing. That's how it is. But I don't know. I don't know what the situation. I think we both forgot about it. But I still have the 3ds, and it's it's one of the old school ones. So you ever busted on a rainy day? I do. What's the last game you played on that thing? Uh, silver version because <laughs> you could buy the silver version on the 3DS store. Okay. Which, uh, for anyone who does have a 3DS, make sure to buy any games that you want. Uh, you can't use your credit card, but you can you can use uh, Nintendo gift cards because the Nintendo 3DS store is closing down in March next year. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. They're shutting down that home. Shutting Man. down everything 3DS related. I feel like every week we get a new this is an end of an era yeah. announcement from you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking buzzkill. I'm just letting people know. It's like, make sure you get your purchases in before March of 2023. Kevin. Physical media is the way to go. It really is. everything. It really is. You're going to be complaining once you can't get, like, one of those, like, Game Boy Advance or Game Boy games. And I'll just pirate it. You didn't hear that, Nintendo. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you could. I know they shut down a lot of, like, Oh, I can emulate anything. (laughs) I know they took down a lot of good emulators. But, yeah, you know, Nintendo DS, 18 years old. Great times. I love those memories. Yeah, oh, man. They can vote. Hope y'all voted. That, and also because, I don't know, I think it was the first time I had a game system which finally had a backlight so I could play in the dark. True. That original GameCube with the little fucking spindly light attachment that you could plug into it. Yeah. Those things were atrocious for road trips. 
it was crazy. But I think also what I liked about it is that if you for back when they had like the Game Boy Advance or Game Boy slot, you could like I had that. It, for Pokemon games, if you had like if you if you had Diamond or Pearl, and then on the bottom you could put in like Fire Red or Leaf Green, and it, like you could transfer data from that game into your Diamond and Pearl version. That's a slick feature. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I liked that a lot. Hmm. What so, happened, to Nintendo? You used to be cool, Nintendo. I mean, you're still cool. I mean, now they have what in Pokemon Home, where you could transfer all your Pokemon from previous generations into compa- compatible ver- like I don't know. Because I know with Scarlet and Violet coming out, I don't know what Pokemon are going to be allowed to transfer over. So, yeah, when's that come out? Pretty soon, right? Next week, actually, and I'm actually really actually. excited for it because um, I've seen like leaks of the Pokemon that are coming out, and I'm just like, oh man, there's a lot of good ones that I want to put on my team, and I'm just like, I don't know which ones I want to pick because I can only have six at a time. Dude, I just saw one today, Wiglet. Yeah, which is just like a weird hyper Diglet. Yeah, Wiglet. It's actually not a Diglet. It's like I don't know of it. A different species I don't, it's a whole entirely different pokemon i don't know how to feel about it it's it's weird yeah you got wigglet and Wugtrio. <laughs> i fucking hate that i fucking hate that so much and then this game also has like a regional form of tauros which is like a oh that's cool it's like a fire fighting form i was just about to say it's probably fire yeah it's fire and fighting and they also have a water and fighting one. Oh, so there's two different yeah tauroses there's three, actually. There's another version. I think it's, like, dark. It's a dark type. Interesting. So, I mean, it's, it's I mean, it makes sense because this, this region is based off of Portugal and Spain. And, ah, that's you know, pretty cool. Got to have the bullfighting and all that shit. Ah, Toro. And these horses, are, I mean, a lot of people said it should have been a ghost type because of all the bulls that they've killed. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. Which I would have been, like, it would have made sense. I, I would have been okay with it. I would have allowed it. So yeah, um, actually, and also uh, Primeape gets an evolution in this region. Nice. I used to like Primeape. Yeah, it's called Annihilate. <laughs> it's a ghost fighting type. So why is that so funny to me? I don't know, but I like Annihilate. I'm gonna annihilate you. <laughs> so I'm very excited for this game. There's a lot of good Pokemon that I want to like keep on my team. Maybe I'll do what I did in the previous region, just rotate here or there so we'll see it's cool because you get to explore the regions with up to like four people and multiplayer oh that's pretty cool yeah and there's no linear storyline so you can like go wherever the fuck you want so it's gonna be more like more like arceus than yeah that's cool i like i like arceus arceus i don't know how you want to say it but uh i like the way they did that game it's the first time i've enjoyed a pokemon game since like Such a great game the first pokemon games so yeah very excited for that comes out next week cool so Gonna have a lot of good games to play. You got Sonic Frontiers. Dude, but... seriously, good time for Nintendo fans. Hell yeah, you got Sonic Frontiers, you got Bayonetta. Um, I still haven't even played Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and Pokemon now, so. Yeah, I'm not gonna get to it. It's gonna be big. Yeah, I believe it. They just had that new uh, Mario Rabbids game come out. Is there anyone who's a fan of XCOM or those type of strategy games? Looks kind of fun. I don't know, I think Tali wants to buy that game, but. Dude, it looks like a good time. I'll let her, you know. I always thought I'd like buy it with you. If you like it, try it out. You know, who knows? Maybe you like it, maybe you won't. That's why I miss Blockbuster. You can just go rent a game on a weekend and call it a day. Bring Blockbuster back. Wouldn't it be hilarious if like this show launches like a a coup to bring them back and they start opening all over the place again? I don't know. Or what happened? Whatever happens to the other renting service? The commercials of Blake Griffin. Was it called GameFly? GameFly still yeah. around. It's only digital downloads, I think. Wow, that kind of sucks. Yeah, but I don't know. They try. 
Next topic here is the dumpster fire that is now Twitter. I don't even know what the hell is going on over there. Yeah, he he walks in, fires half the team. Yeah. Takes away the blue check mark verification, says you got to pay money for it. Then a bunch of comedians change their uh, profile name to Elon Musk and just start tweeting out ridiculous shit. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's like, listen, anyone who's um, copying a like, uh, prolific figure and not explicitly saying that it's parody is going to be banned from this uh, platform. Which the reason he bought this was to eliminate perma bans because it was all freedom of speech and everything like that. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny. And a whole bunch of people would be like, "Wow, if only there was some sort of way we could verify who these accounts were so that they wouldn't be impersonating people." Exactly, and it's just it's a whole dumpster fire shit. Like this whole past week, I'm just like, "My God, it's getting worse every day." It's. It's hilarious. I mean, he's going to either try to sell it off to somebody else real quick, or it's going to tank, and that new platform, Mastodon, is going to take over. I don't know what's going to happen. I just I feel like he's just angry that he was like kind of forced into buying Twitter, because I know... Nobody's forced into spelling, spending billions of dollars. He was actually forced into it because he was trying to back out of the deal. Yeah, exactly, but he got into the deal. He didn't force that. No, he's he, the dumbass who initiated it. He got, he got sued. <laughs> Twitter sued him into completing the yeah, purchase. Yeah, and he, they wouldn't have had to do that if he didn't initiate it in the first place. I know. He's an idiot. He really is an idiot. I feel like if he... I feel like fucking cars in his space. What a jackass. I feel like he probably thought it was just a joke. He's just like, oh, I'm going to make an offer, but they're not going to be serious about it. But it's like, no. like Twitter's like uh, board members would be like, you know what? We can't pass up on this offer, so we're going to fucking take it. I think that's the whole, whole thing, job. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing is absolutely insane. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Like, you fire your whole verification team who was, like, in charge of making sure that no one is, like, impersonating somebody else. And then you're telling people that unless they're saying they're a parody account, they're going to be, be, uh, be banned. A lot of people were putting in their bios or on their, like, uh, banner pictures that they are a parody account, and they're still getting banned. So it's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, I think it's ridiculous. Gotta I mean, love it. Yeah. Love to see it happen, folks. Yeah, and like I think it's even weirder like to see the people who are like defending him and everything. It's just like really, that's like this is this is this is the dude you're gonna defend. Yeah, that's the dude they're gonna defend. Like my god, and a lot of people are like he's a genius. He founded Tesla and and PayPal, and I'm like motherfuckers. I was like he didn't find found any of those companies. He didn't find them. <laughs> he didn't he didn't found them. He didn't create them. Um, he bought those companies off other people who were already. Uh, he bought, basically purchased them right before they took off, basically. I know PayPal was created by uh, four other dudes who who made the source code. So for those who don't know, the source code is the most important thing because it's, it tells you how everything works. That's what he bought. He didn't make it. He didn't program or anything. That's how he made his money. As for Tesla, he bought it to, off two other dudes during 2008 recession. And then, yeah. And then he's calling himself the founder and creator of it, but it wasn't him. Like He didn't do jack shit. I mean, he found it. And then he paid a lot of money to get it. He didn't find it. He just paid for the rights to say he found no, it. No, he found I'm saying like he found like oh. he found it, like he stumbled across it. I got you. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's insane. I feel like I don't know. He's gonna lose a lot of money. I know he backed his purchases with a, a Tesla stock, so we'll see. Yeah, like four billion dollars worth of Tesla stock. Yeah, so it's pretty bad. I mean, I am paying for Twitter, so fuck that. Yeah, that's stupid. Stupid as shit. I mean, I, or we should all pay for it and say we're all Elon Musk. I mean, we could do that too. This is going to be the new storm, Area Fifty One. They can't stop all of us. <laughs> they really can't. Bam. Yeah. I think that a dramatic effect for you for that. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll accept your terms. 
But I mean, I, I really don't get what what he's trying to do. And it's like so much for free speech is just like, well, there you go, dude. That's the cost of eight dollars. Eight dollars is free speech. Yeah, it's it's like fuck off, dude. Oh my god, just a fucking idiot. It's it's just funny to me. It's like all that money in the fucking world, and dude can't buy himself a sense of humor. Yeah, he could have literally ended world hunger. He really Instead, could have. he decided to get trolled for the next five years. I don't know how long he's gonna get trolled for, but forever, forever and ever, forever, ever. Ever, ever. I guess. Also, Black Panther actually comes out at the time of this recording of Friday. It sure does. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you have any plans to see the film? I have no desire to see this movie. Uh, I do, actually. I'm actually going to go see it on Sunday. I have no desire to see any Marvel movie anymore. I'm so burnt out. I don't care anymore. I do not care anymore. I don't know. I'm going to see it because, you know, we got Namor, Latino representation. So That'll be cool. Got support. I, I don't know, man. I haven't watched the last several Marvel anythings. I think the last thing I saw was Loki, which was awesome. I liked it a lot. Nice but, thing. like... Yeah, I get it. A lot of people are probably burned out from it because it's like, well, yeah. it was like 10 years of built up to fucking Endgame, so. Yeah, and now it's like I got to get reintroduced to, like, a whole bunch of new characters. I just, I don't care enough about it. I understand, I understand. I mean, I'm pretty excited to see it. Um, I don't know what to expect. I mean, I feel like it's been portrayed. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel bad saying it, but it's like it looks like a fucking race war. I mean, maybe a bit extreme, but... I mean, you got the Wakandans versus the Atlanteans, so... I mean, technically, sure. That's what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, it's like, it's like what do you got to put the black people versus the brown people? It's like, what the fuck, dude? I mean, obviously, obviously they're going to team up eventually. That's, that's like hero meetups 101. First, they got to fight each other, and then they team up against a common bad guy. Uh, there's a wetback joke in there I don't feel like making, folks. Don't fucking say it. <laughs> Uh, I hate myself sometimes, but yeah. I don't know, but did you ever watch the first one? Do you have any thoughts on the first one? First Black Panther? Yeah. thought it was great. It was a lot of fun. Like, I didn't really care much for plot or anything like that, but, you know, it was cool action. The soundtrack was dope as fuck. I see, I see. I mean, I thought it was okay. Yeah, like, it was fine. Like, I I, I think we watched together and we came out of there just going like, yeah, sure, that was a movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I really wanted it to be a lot better than... For me, I mean, other people enjoyed it, and good for them. But for me, it was just like, it's but, okay. But that's like the exact reaction I've had with like every movie they put out over the last, like since that movie came out. Right. Like Endgame was, or Infinity, which is the second one? I don't even know anymore. Infinity War or Endgame? Which was the second one? Endgame was the second one. Okay, Infinity, Endgame was, was Infinity War and then Endgame. After Endgame, because that was like the culmination of everything over the last decade. Like after that, I was just like... Okay, we're done. And then they're like, no, we're still going, folks. Phase <laughs> 75. And I'm just like, I don't care anymore. Yeah, I feel like for a lot of people, that was just it. So I understand. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see it. We're going to get Ironheart, good old Chicago native superhero. So whatever. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be back with a small review next week, I guess, for you guys. Yeah, let us know how it goes. Maybe I'll, I'll catch it when it gets to Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Yeah. I guess also the last bit of news that actually I was reading on Twitter today and someone else reminded me is that Studio Ghibli and Lucasfilms are working on a collaboration together, actually. Yeah, I just saw that today. Yeah. What are, any idea what it's going to be? I don't know what it's going to be. I mean, it'd be pretty cool if they did like a Star Wars thing. I think I saw something like a, a test art for like a what if style Star Wars. And That'd be pretty showed, dope, actually. Yeah, so it showed, like, Qui-Gon, uh, Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka, like, all together, like, right. all as Jedi. And I'm like, that would be super awesome. That I would get down for. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. I think Studio Ghibli always does great. I mean, obviously, Lucasfilm has yeah, been on a, has been on a run lately because everyone's telling me to watch Andor that it's been like the best piece of Star Wars story in the longest time. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but definitely gonna start during like the I guess Thanksgiving break. I guess I don't know what. what yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it for the first season to finish, then I'll burn through them all. But I haven't even watched Obi Wan yet. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, it's good. It's not the best. I feel like it could have been a lot better. I, but. I just struggle with prequels because I know how it ends. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, it doesn't impact anything I'm going to know in the future. That's, no, but that's it's, my problem it's with the prequels. Good. I still enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a good story. It could have been a lot better, but I'm happy with what we got, I guess. Okay. It's fine. just, I think the last final fight scene is the only thing I have like problems with because it was too dark. It's too, like, visibly too dark yeah it's like they relied too you much. have a big problem with that <laughs> they it's they relied too much on the fucking lightsabers to like light up the scene and it's just like i don't want to see that i want to see the just, action just up the contrast on the tv you'll be fine i did yeah well can't win them all it was like that episode of game of thrones where like what was it the, you mean the, the entire season of game of thrones that was just in pitch black yeah 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 that's how it was it was, it was just horrible it's just like what the fuck I was pissed off. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know what Studio and Ghibli and Lucasfilm we're going to work on. I'm very excited for it. Hopefully we get some more details on that soon. Um, a What If series for Star Wars would actually be really great. Yeah, that would be cool. I'd be down for that. I don't know. Maybe we'll get like a Ghibli kind of film with all like the furry creatures of Star Wars. I don't know. <laughs> Poor sanity, my, my neighbor Chewbacca. My neighbor Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah. That'd be pretty good. I'd be down for that. Yeah, anything they do, I'm I'm excited to see what they're going to do with it because I mean that animation studio with that IP is going to yeah. be great. I mean, you saw what they did with the um, Star Wars Visions. Yeah, that was amazing, and they had all those different studios working on every story. Like what they were able to come up with just oh, yeah. for all, all those little vignettes were super all of them were interesting. Hits. All of them were definitely yeah, they were all so cool. It was hard to pick your favorite after a while. But um, yeah, you put one of the greatest animation studios of all time in charge of one of the greatest intellectual properties of all time right they're gonna put out a banger definitely yeah i'm excited but aside from that you got anything else for us today no i got nothing me either well you know once again thank you so much for listening to another episode of the version podcast i'm here with your host Keddy. you can always find me at geek night 90 on twitter and instagram also on youtube just geek night you got nothing still no handles i'm nothing. almost gonna try to drag this out as long as possible because i keep forgetting to like update everything i'm just gonna give them a handle right now I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get there eventually, folks. Don't you worry. All right. Well, once again, thanks for listening. Later, losers. As always, have yourselves a damn good one.